Hello, I am Christopher Domicio, and this is a very good novel, Coronavirus, a book that I've been that I've written during the pandemic and lockdown. This is Chapter Twenty: The Great American Reopening. You can find the whole thing at www.averygoodnovel.com. Chapter Twenty: The Great American Reopening. Using a steady stream of positive spin, a confusing story of a weakened virus in the face of death tolls and virus count both rising and the rallying cry of work is a right and prisoners are not free, the Trump administration somehow managed to force large portions of the economy to reopen for business, regardless of what the experts had suggested. The governors wanted to do or the people were in favor of. Americans felt that they had no choice but to go back to work, so they filled the offices, streets, movie theaters, restaurants, and everywhere else, even as their countrymen died in ever greater numbers. Rather than focusing on the depressing news, the mainstream media began increasing coverage of the amazing stock rally as the economy responded to people going back to work. Never mind that there was a complete and total disconnect between people working and stocks rallying. The main reason that stocks were rallying was because the Federal Reserve was pumping even more trillions of dollars into it. The people going back to work didn't have the extra money to pay for Uber, restaurants, or luxuries of any sort. It was a hand-to-mouth existence for most workers with the added exposure to the virus, a sometimes deadly one. By mid-June, the states stretching east from Washington, Oregon, California, all the way to New York and Pennsylvania were all open. The South was completely open. Illinois, Michigan, New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New England were all still in lockdown as they tried to deal with the continued body counts that were piling up in trucks, parks, and walk-in refrigerators. The three West Coast states, plus Nevada and Hawaii, were slowly easing restrictions, but generally discouraging people from leaving home. It was a more cautious approach than the rest of the country was taking. Alaska was pretty well on its own and as open as it had ever been, just not to tourists. The governor of Alaska put a moratorium on cruise ships. The rest of the country, from Arizona to Florida to Ohio, North Dakota and Iowa, they all just threw caution to the winds and latched onto the Trump agenda and began screaming about the success of the great American reopening. During the day, people filled the beaches of the Carolinas, Florida, and Texas. NASCAR was the first event to make a comeback, and the crowds were thick. Bars and restaurants filled with people, and the shopping malls from Memphis to Phoenix and Atlanta were all filled with happy throngs of people. The stock market really was booming, and with the lockdowns lifted, credit card companies and banks began offering increased lines of credit, special cash advances, and easier approval for rewards cards. The rest of the world watched in shocked awe as Americans in the reopened areas ditched social distancing, stopped wearing masks, and stopped following any of the pre-pandemic protocols. The American gamble appeared to be paying off. The first day of summer in mid-June was an ecstatic holiday. Trump's approval rating in these areas hit, hardest, hit the highest heart marks of his presidency. Behind the scenes, the Russian and American viruses had now met and were figuring out how to interact together. It was a classic love story where two strangers meet and soon a baby follows. The evolved virus that came from that meeting was deadlier than ever. It used existing health conditions to infiltrate and occupy a host with an incubation time of 25 days when it began to spread. The mortality jumped from 4% to 70%, and when the virus became active, 7 out of 10 who got it would be dead within 48 hours. Thankfully, it was only transmissible starting about three days before it became active in the host. Those who had already been exposed to the Gaia virus were still immune. The problem was the parts of the country that were ecstatically reopened were the exact parts of the country that hadn't been exposed to the Gaia virus. The wide open spaces, the rural communities, the small towns where people thought they had dodged a bullet. The cities and the urban areas were actually going to be all right with this second wave, but the countryside was devastated. 
It started in Galveston, Texas, and spread upward into the country like a reverse Mississippi River dumping on it. From June 1st to June 26th, 8 million people caught the new strain, and by the end of June, nearly 5 million of them were dead. The same people who had been celebrating winning their freedom back were now either being weeped over or weeping over their own dead. Trump continued to play live and let die and screamed blame at the Chinese, California, and Canada. It's the three C's, he yelled into this podium microphone. They're out to get me. They're all out to get me. I've done everything. I've handled this perfect, but it will never be good enough for California or their friends in Canada and China. The entire country went back into lockdown, and this time, a huddled down and terrified lockdown as the new strain continued to rip its way through the Midwest and into the Rocky Mountains in the South. Trump's smart doctors abandoned him during his daily briefings, and he now had a rotating cast of white people in white coats who made pronouncements that usually included phrases similar to, if we had listened to the president. In truth, those who had continued to hunker down, worn masks, and kept proper, proper social distancing were largely unaffected by the new strain. So one might draw some conclusions from all that death. Seven out of ten of those who had not taken precautions were either dead or soon would be. Trump ignored the pain and suffering and promised that there would be an amazing 4th of July celebration for the country. The great American reopening turned out to be less like a celebration of a return to normal and more like ripping the scab off of a life-threatening arterial wound. America was reopened reopen for infection and death. Well, that's chapter 20, you guys. Grim, and hopefully that doesn't come anywhere near being the reality. Aloha.